Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Vision Denied. Vision Denied is from Germany, and they have released Age of the Machine. This band blends power metal and science fiction to make a tasty treat. You will enjoy this one again and again. And here is my interview with Vision Denied. Hello, my friend. Hey, hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Marcus. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. So I wanted, to, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me. Yeah, thank you for having us or me at the moment. So it's it's awesome to talk to you. It's it's great. Thank you very much. I wanted to ask about the recording process for the Age of the Machine. How did it go for you? Uh, well, um, this time we uh, recorded everything by ourselves. Uh, that means every one of us uh, has his own little home studio where we uh, put all the tracks down. And um, right after that, we send our stuff to our singer, Chris. And he's just a genius uh, doing the mixing and stuff like that. And that's how we we did it this time. And yeah, it worked pretty well for us. We uh we took our time and uh yeah it was great i wanted to ask if you could speak on the overall theme of the album yeah of course um well sure there's a story behind age of the machine and we worked on a concept that uh well deals with some fictional approach where mankind um is kind of being enslaved by machines uh well the title uh, uh, speaks for itself and um, during the story there are two main characters that appear and um, they have some kind of um, uh, uh, they they evolve during the story and we have first of all there's the navigator he's um, he becomes later on some kind of savior and we have uh, the librarian which is some mentor and um, during the story those two characters um, uh, yeah they they evolve and there's um, there's a lot of uh, things going on and uh, I think there's uh, pretty much um, the, there's a, pr a pretty uh, sorry um, there's a lot going on during the the, the album and uh, I guess uh, the listeners have to find out for themselves, but it's a pretty big story. I also wanted to ask you if you could speak on the song Worlds Collide and mm -hmm. and answer, um, was the intro a part of the song originally or was it done afterwards? Um, we uh we did it uh, i'm not i'm not sure if it if we did it afterwards i guess yeah chris wrote this one and he came up with the idea of the of the intro um it's it's uh, some outer space kind of thing and leads to the two worlds collide track and this one opens the the album and gives kind of an overview on what's going on uh as i already told you um it's it's mankind versus machines, and um, yeah, that's that's kind of the the start of everything. And there are some hints, uh, like there's a prophecy maybe, and something, uh, some something like that. That's later in uh, that appears later in the album as well. 
and there's themes like salvation and freedom but also enslavement and stuff like that i also want to ask you about the track unchain the light that's another one of my favorite tracks on the album yeah 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 that's uh one of my favorites too um uh yeah that's that's kind of story behind it because um i wrote this one when we were on holiday and uh i had my my ipad with me and uh fortunately my wife uh gave me the time to to track it down and uh we were in corsica and had so had we were staying at a um a house in some kind of rural uh mountain village and it was so inspirational there and it led to this track i i i recorded the first um the, the piano thing and then um yeah I guess I recorded also the the chorus a little bit, and there's um, pretty much going on in this song because there's it's it's the last song of the album, and we have this um, conflict between um, the two characters, um, the the librarian, the navigator, yeah. and these two um, fight against each other, and uh, in the end. The light prevails, and um, it's it's yeah, it's like um, a big twist in it and stuff like that. And yeah, it it also um, gives space to maybe continue this um, this concept on a further record, maybe. I also wanted to ask you um, during the process, what was the hardest track for you to lay down? Pooh uh for me personally i guess it would be seventh galaxy uh because it's a 12 minute beast and mm -hmm. you have to keep everything in mind and um i mean uh, there's uh you can you can switch from uh one track to another but you have to keep it um you have to record it uh properly and that was pretty uh, tough one um um yeah i'm not sure uh if the other ones agree but yeah seventh galaxy is uh is pretty a pretty badass we uh recently we had rehearsal and we played it um it took us quite a while to get through and we 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 played it several times but it's it's a lot of fun but you have to be focused and concentrated during these 12 minutes um in order to get through it and i wanted to ask if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved yeah of course um we uh kind of were introduced by um, a good friend of ours and he uh told us about timo uh Wurz. uh he's a very re a renowned uh, artist here in Germany and I guess all um, worldwide, uh, and we checked him out, and we loved his work. Um, we got in contact with him to uh, see if he's available, um, and we we told him about our concept uh, of Age of the Machine, and he then came up with a few sketches um, that would later on become the amazing cover artwork of our album, and I think he. 
job and uh, we're more than happy with the results. I can tell you that. Yes, it's very immersive. Yeah. I wanted to ask, uh, what can fans look for next? Um, will you take to the road? Um, well, uh, we do have one one gig uh, at the moment. It's not uh, we don't have plan on touring. Um, we have one gig here in Germany. It's kind of a charity thing where we play uh for uh um an organization that funds projects in in africa and we're now uh on the lookout for more dates later the that year and we hope to play some festivals next year but there's nothing final yet and um at the moment there's no tour touring plans right now um yeah so that's that for the live activity um at the moment, we already, yeah, we play around a few ideas for the next album, but that's just um, very uh, at the very early beginning of, of songwriting. So there's nothing fixed right now. Um, yeah. And I wanted to ask you if you could give me a band history lesson. Uh, how did Vision Tonight become a reality? Okay. Uh, so I have to go way back in time. Um, because um, Chris, our singer, and I, we go uh, way back. We first met, I guess it was in 1997, uh, when we went to the same school. And uh, back then we already had a few music projects and bands, and uh, we already did play together in a band named Destinations Calling. Um, and uh, at least three of us did. Christian, our drummer, was there as well. Um, but that band split up in 2014 and then there was a little bit of uh, hiatus I guess so a little bit um, um, uh, no music but mm -hmm. um, later on we we started working on, on, on ideas and I guess it was in 2019 2020 we, when we started with Vision Denied and we already had a lot of stuff uh, that's now on the album and we thought maybe it would be best to put a name on it and you know uh, then COVID hit and everything got delayed but we used the time to work intensely on the album and started recording the songs as I already told you and in the end it took us until early uh, 2023 to finish everything and um, yeah I think that's where we uh, that's where we are right now, and um, yeah, we're happy with the result. And I also wanted to ask you if you could speak on your personal musical development. At what age did you begin? Um, I guess I be I began playing the guitar when I was eight or nine years old. Um, Slash was my first guitar hero, <laughs> so I was uh, influenced a little bit by him. Um, and then uh, I was pretty much into Metallica, uh, learned all the songs and uh, was a diehard fan and I am st still am. So, um, and I guess then was my dream theater uh, phase where I uh, um, experienced all the great music they, they rele they've released. Um, uh, and around that time, I guess I I 
uh, discovered um, yeah the other great um, metal titans, um, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, so on. Um, and then that was the time when we started uh, with the first uh, music projects in 1997. And then there was Stradivarius and um, the German band Ed Guy, and you may know them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so everything led to another. And here I am being uh, 42 years old and talking to you, my friend. <laughs> And along that journey, what do you feel has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way? Wow. I think the best advice would be to play music for the fun of it and don't look uh, what's what's trendy or what may uh, other people want uh, you. And that's something... Uh, that we focused on the, that record because nobody expected anything from us because nobody knew that we were out. So we just wrote the music that we wanted to hear. And I, I think that's um, the best approach um, to playing or writing music. And uh, when you're not working on music, do you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time? Uh, well, listening to music is one hobby as well. So there's so many great uh, stuff out there. Um, yeah. But I, but I also like to uh, to hike and to ride the bike or to go for a walk with a dog. Um, and I like to read because that's uh, quite inspirational as well. Uh, to have a good book and uh, to die to to become uh, or to to dive into the story. Uh, so that's um all the things uh, that opens your mind that's that's just um uh good for your soul and that's um something that i love to do so yeah and speaking of that marcus mm -hmm. uh, you're you like to listen to music what was the last album that you listened to <laughs> um i listened to fifth angel um their new album is killer man <laughs> absolutely i yeah. heard about that album sorry i interviewed them about that album it's amazing album yeah yeah i saw them just uh late uh, in in late april when they played the keep it true festival it was incredible yeah they they blew me away and um yeah i followed them since i think 2019 they played the metal assault i guess uh, in germany and that's where i discovered them i know they're they were out uh, 30 years or 40 years i'm not sure but yes. um it took me a while to to discover them <laughs> but and that's a good I thing about music because you never know what's what comes around the corner and uh, then it hits you and you got blown away so that's uh uh, that's something that blew me away. I was asking um, you the best way to get merchandise. Yeah, I'm not sure how far we uh, we uh, recorded that um, that question, but you can go to the Bandcamp site um, www.visiondenight.bandcamp.com, and there's the uh, you, there you can order uh, order the digital download or the physical copy. 
and we're working on t-shirts right now and we even discussed doing a vinyl edition but that's so at the moment it's uh, the cd as a digital download or the physical copy i also wanted to ask you lastly if you could give a message to your fans what would that message be well uh first of all i want to thanks for tuning in um and i hope that uh you had as much fun as i did um yeah please check out our social media and um yeah we'd love to hear your thoughts on our album and hopefully you like it um thanks for your time and remember life's too short to miss out on good music so check us out and thanks to you bob for giving us this opportunity thank you my friend for delivering an amazing album it's one thank i enjoy from top to bottom my friend that's great to hear yeah I want to thank you again for speaking with me, Marcus. I hope you have a great rest of your day, my friend. You too. And let's stay in touch. Absolutely. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.